precious day. We thank you for this precious night in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for your anointing that will go right through this screen and touch every person that is watching, that their lives will be transformed when they leave this live broadcast in the mighty name of Jesus, that they will not leave here the same person they came on as. In Jesus' mighty name, Father, we thank you for the holy boldness that flows from me and my wife in Jesus' mighty name, Lord. And we, we speak exactly what you have laid upon our heart. And we do not water it down. We do not sugarcoat the word, Father. But we stick to what you have told us to do. And we will not deviate from it. We will not turn to the left or to the right. But we will keep our focus in the word. We will stay in the word. And we will end with the word. In the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for it. And we give you praise. In Jesus' mighty name. And everybody says, Amen. Hallelujah. Well, today we're going to be talking about how to walk by faith and not by sight. How many of you know with everything that is going on right now in the world, there's many people that is walking by sight. What, are they, what, what do you mean by sight? The sight is the things that you see on the news, the things that you hear on the radio, the things that you watch on Facebook, the things that you watch on Instagram, on Fox, CNN, CBN, Fox in Hawaii, whatever news broadcast it is. That's, that's what I mean by walking by sight. But when you walk by faith, you're actually walking by the very written living word of God. The ways of God, the commands of God. You're walking by the promises of God. You're walking by what the things the Lord is showing you. You're not walking by what the world is showing you. In the name of Jesus. Name of Jesus. Amen? Amen? Come on, give us some emoji hands if you believe that. Amen. Hallelujah. So let's go right into it. You can turn your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 7. One of my cousins, this, this, was, this is her favorite verse. Yeah. 2 Corinthians 5, 7 says... Uh, oh, for we live by believing and not by seeing. See, in another version it says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. So, what is that saying? We walk by, like I said earlier, by the word of God. And we do not walk by what we see. Yeah. We do not walk by what, our, what my auntie saying, what my uncle saying, what my grandma saying, what my grandpa is saying. Hey, we, we don't, we don't, we don't uh, you know, we don't uh, be rude to them. We don't, we don't uh, neglect what they're saying to us. But at the same time, above and beyond, we walk by the word of God. Yeah. And let me tell you, when you decide to do that... In your life, especially when people is going through a moment in their life where it seems like there's a time of trouble, where it seems like the, the storm is raging around you, where it seems like the ocean is rough around you. When you choose to walk by faith, you will come out on top every single time and you will excel in every single thing you do. Like the Bible says in Proverbs 16, 3, commit to the Lord in everything you do and your plans will succeed. All your plans will be established in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we thank you for it, Father. Thank you for it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Go ahead, drop, drop something on there. <laughs> so like my husband was saying, when you walk by faith, you need to walk by faith. Like you don't go according to what people are saying or what the media is saying. Um, I was reading, first of all, I'm going to give you the definition of what faith is. In Hebrews 11.1, 1, NLT says, faith, is show, faith is, shows the reality of what we hope for. What it is. I mean, it is the evidence of things we cannot see. 
Sounded like King James he was reading. No. <laughs> oh, or a King James version says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Keep going. Keep okay. going. So in um, the good news... No, just stay. I'll do it. The good news says, To have faith is to be sure of the things we hope for, to be certain of the things we cannot see. Mm -hmm. So remember, always, you know, don't go by what the media is saying. Just believe in the word of God. Amen? Amen. Awesome. So as you notice, it says, the Faith is the substance of things hoped for. The evidence... Hey, Drew Ryan, welcome, my brother. The evidence of things not seen. So basically, what he's telling us... When you're walking by faith, you cannot really see it, but there's a hope there that you, the very thing that you're believing in, it shall come to pass. It shall be done because of your faith towards what? Towards the word of God. And because of that, you will see the very thing that you believe in him for. Even if you cannot see it, it shall come because that's what the word says in Hebrews 11 verse 1. Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Now drop down to verse 6 in the same chapter. Hebrews 11 verse 6. It says, For without faith it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him. See, without faith you cannot please God. Maybe you're even telling yourself right now, How do I please God? How do I please God? It is by faith. And we, it's impossible to please him without faith. He said, oh, maybe if I go and cast out many devils, he'll be pleased. Yeah, he'll be pleased. But his word says, for without faith, it is impossible to please me. Oh, I lay my hands on the sick. Many will be healed. Yes, that's biblical too. But he says, without faith, it is impossible to please me. Amen? Amen. Good. Amen. Um, also, faith is calling things that are not as if they are. So mm. calling things that are not into existence. Meaning, if you believe in God for something and then you don't see in a natural, you have to call it in. You believe. Because it's, it's like this. If you have, you believe in God for something. Let's say, for instance, I'm hoping for a pen. If it's already there, I don't need to use my faith. Mm -hmm. So for me to exercise my faith, for me to have faith, it's... I don't see the pen, and I said, okay, God, I'm believing it because that's what your words say. It's the promises of a God. All the promises of God is a guarantee that is going to come to pass. Yeah, but then you just have to choose to walk in faith. Yeah. You know, I heard this great man of God say, faith is believing for something that is not there all the way until the thing comes and appears right before your very eyes or, or comes and appears in your hand. So that's what, that's another example of faith. You know, maybe you have your, maybe you have another, other definition, you know, according to the word of God, put it in a comment box. What do you feel faith means to you? And also, you know, if you're talking about faith, walk by faith and not by sight is actually, there's action steps to take with faith. With faith, there's action. The Bible says for without, for without faith, like I said earlier, it's impossible to please God. And the Bible also says, Faith without works is dead. Meaning, if you say that you have faith, there's an action that has to be attached to it or not is actually dead. Faith without works is dead. So is the body without the spirit is dead. It's the same exact way. It works the exact same way. Mm -hmm. Yeah. As I was saying earlier, you could go to Romans chapter 8 verse, 20, verse 24. It says, 
We were giving this hope when we were saved. If we already have something, we don't need to hope for it. But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidence, confidently. Meaning we should, we should wait in faith, in the word of God. Yeah. Without waving. You yeah. know, faith is not wavering. It's yeah. you are standing firm on yeah. it. Whatever is going around yeah. you, you are standing on the word of God, on the promises of God. Yeah. That's what he said and that's what he's going to do. Yeah, look at the book of Romans chapter 4, verse 20 and 21. He talk, he's talking about Abraham. For Abraham staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief. He had no doubt because his faith was 100% in God. He staggered not at the promises of God through unbelief, but he was strong in his faith, giving glory to God, being fully persuaded that what God had promised to him, God was able also to perform. Amen. So that's how we should walk. We should walk like Abraham. He never, he never seen anything He's, that, that God told him. He, God told Abraham, hey, I'll give you this land. Go to this place. Go to that place. But Abraham never seen it. But you know what he did? He went by faith. He went by the word that was spoken to him by God. He said, God, I'm, I have my faith in you. I trust you. I'm going to walk with it. And because of that, I know I will see the blessings of you manifest in my life. I know I will see the very thing that I'm believing you for come to pass. And that's what you should do. Every one of you that is watching, you should take your faith and you say, oh, I don't, I don't feel like I have faith. Okay, read that scripture. How does faith, how does faith come? Faith comes. Rome, Rome, Romans 10, 17. Romans 10, 17. Give them a little time too in case they have their Bibles to turn. Romans 10, 17. Romans 10, 17 says, So faith comes from hearing, that is hearing the good news about Christ. Yeah, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Yeah. So, so maybe you say, oh, I don't, I don't feel like I have faith. Okay, maybe you're not reading your Bible. Maybe you're not confessing the word of God alone. Maybe, you, maybe you're not reading the word out loud. Because it says, faith comes by hearing. thinking. No, did he say that? Yeah, hearing. No, I'm I'm telling I'm oh. trying to talk, I'm talking to them. Oh, sorry. Does faith come faith comes by thinking? No, he does not say that. He says faith comes by hearing. And I heard a great man of God say this. He said, "What is the what is the greatest um faith voice that you can hear? Your own voice." Yes. Your own voice. So you read the word out loud to yourself or to every like how we're doing right now, and the faith is actually coming by hearing. And hearing by the word of God. Yeah. That's the only way. You're, you think about the news. You think about the radio. You think about the things of, on social media that is not of God. And you begin to hear these things over and over and over. Next thing you know, your faith becomes developed in that very thing that you're hearing. Yeah. Because it comes by hearing. Whatever, whatever it is, what's going on around you and you, you start to hear, you start to hear like me. I came from the, from the, from the background of being corrupted, broke and disgusted all, all the days of my life. Before I got born again, and I used to listen to rap music, I used to listen to to you know cussing music all over, over and over and over and over. And after a while, I began to cuss. After a while, I began to you know try to operate exactly how that music was going, and the, and that's because faith was coming by hearing and hearing by the word that was coming from that song, hearing by that words that was coming off of the news, hearing by the word that was coming off of your Facebook, off of your Instagram. But I'm here to tell you. If you take your focus and you begin to de develop your faith, coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God Almighty, the creator of heaven and earth, I'm telling you, your life will transform. Amen. You will have a turnaround and you will walk in faith 
all the days of your life and you'll never have a down day ever again. Matter of fact, today is the last down day you ever see in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. <laughs> Amen. 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 Next Go ahead. Point. Next point. No, I'm just, I'm just going wild. <laughs> Hallelujah. So we already went to uh, Romans 10, 17. Now turn your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 6. Verse 12. And right after we read this scripture, I'm going to just go into the book of um, same book, chapter 11. And I'm going to drop down and I'm going to tell you, we're going to go through different men of God that, that all walk by faith. So Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12. You guys ready for this? If you're taking notes, you want to write this one down. It'll change your life. So that you will not be sluggish, but imitators of those who through faith and patience, you inherit the promises of God. See, it's telling you how to inherit the promises of God. The promises of God, like my wife said, it's a guarantee when you put your faith in the word of God. When you put your faith in God Almighty and you put your faith in the name of Jesus Christ, that all the promises of God will now be yes and amen to your life. Amen. It, can, it can actually be no to you if you don't put your faith in it. It's not, it's not, it's the same way you get saved. You have to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead. You will be saved. The Bible says it is, it is by faith. It is, it is true faith by grace, right? That you get saved. So see, there's a way. Faith is always involved. It's like, it's like, the, it's like, it's a mechanism. Like, you know, when there's certain parts in a cell phone that makes the cell phone work. There's certain parts in the vehicle that makes the, makes it work. There's the alternator. There's the, there's the uh, power steering pump. There's the radiator. All the different parts, it, 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 it makes it work. So just like faith, faith is a mechanism that causes things to work on, on your behalf concerning God. Amen? Amen. We are saved by grace through faith. Mm -hmm. We are saved by grace through faith. We are saved by grace through faith. Yeah. See? By grace through faith. Faith is the, is, the, is, the, is the mechanism that causes things to happen in your life concerning the Bible, mm -hmm. concerning God. Amen. Hallelujah. So you got that? Yeah. Hebrews 6, 12. You got anything else? Mm -hmm. All right. Let's drop down to Hebrews chapter 11 now. We're talking about walking by faith and not by sight. Okay. Keep going. Walking by faith and not by sight. So if you turn your Bibles to Hebrews chapter 11, verse 3. And we're going to start off right here. We're talking about walking by faith and not by sight. Remember that if you're taking notes. By faith, we understand that the worlds were prepared by the word of God. So that what is seen was not made out of things which are visible. See, the world was made by faith. Now go to verse 4. By faith, Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain, through which he obtained the testimony that he was righteous, God testifying about his gifts, and through faith, though he is dead, he still speaks. Everything was through faith. Now you want to drop down and read uh, verse 5. Hebrews 11, 5. It is by faith that Enoch was taken up to heaven without dying. He disappeared because God took him. For before he was taken up, he was known as a person who pleased God. And then, and then uh, verse 6 again, talking about faith. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. No faith, no pleasing to God. Big faith, big pleasing to God. Hallelujah. Now verse 7. By faith, 
Noah being warned by God. This is about Noah building the ark. You know, in the Old Testament of the Bible. About things not yet seen. In reverence prepared an ark. For the salvation of his household. By which he condemned the world. And became an heir of the righteousness. Which is according to faith. See, it was by faith that Noah was able to build that ark. He didn't see the ark. But by faith in God, he built that ark concerning him, his family's life, according to what God has told him. Amen. Go ahead and read uh, verse 8. It was by faith that Abraham obeyed when God called him to leave home and go to another land that God would give him as, as his inheritance. He went without knowing where he was going. Hmm. It's the same way, you know, it reminds me of, of, of my story and reminds me of my wife's story. We both left our hometown. My wife came from uh, Maryland, Washington, D.C. area. I came from um, Hanabawi, Hawaii. We both left our hometown by faith, not knowing what was in Tampa, Florida, not knowing what we was going into. We knew it was a Bible school, but we didn't know what was coming out of that. But we did it by faith. And look today, we're actually sitting in Fairmont, West Virginia, in our house, we have our own vehicle and now we're married. But at that moment, we went by faith, not knowing that two years later, we was going to meet each other in Bible school, get married and start traveling and preaching the gospel. That's, that's, we did that by faith. And because we did that by faith, like the, like the verse said in Hebrews chapter 6, verse 12, through faith and patience, we, we inherit the promises of God. As, as the greater we walk by faith, the greater we see the promises of God coming to our life. The more we see the manifestations of God take place in our life. The more we can get blessed to bless other people. And I'm telling you right now, right now at this moment, I don't know about tomorrow, but today is the greatest time that you can ever walk in faith. Because I'm telling you, when you decide as a born again believer, and if you're not born again, we'll give you a chance to call upon the name of Jesus and get born again. Amen. But when you choose to walk in faith, I'm telling you, other people can come and live off your faith right now. I'm telling you because the Bible talks about on how you like that mustard seed that's planted. It's the smallest seed in the world. But when that tree blooms, it becomes the biggest tree in the world. And your family members can come. Your friends can come. The people that you used to party with can come. And they can feed off of, off of that tree. Because the Bible talks about on how you only need faith as small as that mustard seed. But when that seed is planted, it blooms to one of the most massive trees in the world. Amen. And other people in the world that's lost and dying can come and feed off, off, that, off that tree. And get rejuvenated. Get life injected into them. The people that once was dead shall now come alive. Because of your faith being like that mustard seed. Amen. Go ahead. <laughs> Drop down to verse... Um, 11. Yeah, verse 11. It was by faith that even Sarah was able to have a child. Though she was barren and was too old. She believed that God would keep... His promise. So check that out. Even though you think about it today, it does not make sense at all in the natural. Sarah at that moment was 90 years old. And God spoke to her and said, I'm going to, I'm going to birth your child. But who, who, who would ever walk by that? Especially now, if you, if you, if you're 90 years old and then, and the Lord come and speak to you, I'm saying, I'm going to birth your child. 90 years old does not make sense. But he says by faith, even Sarah herself received ability to conceive yeah. by faith. 
was not by, he didn't say by Sarah, taking up a major story in your natural mind. No, it was by faith that she was, had the ability to conceive. Now go on to uh, verse 17. Yeah. It was by faith that Abraham offered Isaac as a sacrifice when God was testing him. Abraham, who had received God's promises, was ready to sacrifice his only son, Isaac. See, all these stories we're sharing with you is all by faith. By faith. That, and this now, you're talking about in verse 17, Hebrews chapter 11, verse 17. You're talking about the very promise that was given to Abraham and Sarah. Now God is telling Abraham, hey, go and sacrifice your son Isaac, who I gave you as a promise. And now, now you think like, man, this is crazy. I ain't going to do that. But it says, by faith, Abraham, when he was tested, offered up Isaac. And boom. What happened in the story? I'm just gonna I'm just gonna run through a, a few parts of that story. When he was actually standing up on that mountain, he was ready. He had Isaac laying down on the on the on the on the sacrifice. He was ready to on the altar. On the altar, I mean, he was ready to plunge his blade right through him. He was ready to plunge his knife right through his own son. I mean, who would do that? Even if you say you have faith, you wouldn't put your son on an altar and then get ready to stab him. And boom, the angel of the Lord speaks from heaven and say, "Hey." I know you feel me now. There, and then he looks to the he looks to the side, and there's a ram caught in a fence. And then he grabs that ram and puts it on, and that was the offering. Mm -hmm. That was a sacrifice that he gave up to God. Mm -hmm. But you see, it says that God tested. God tested Abraham. I'm not saying he's gonna test you. I'm just saying that's what he says in the scripture. Offered up Isaac, and he who had received the promise was offering up his only begotten son. That goes back to the creation of the world. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. By faith, God gave his only begotten son. Because he knew that when God, when Jesus was to go upon that cross and he would die, that on a third day he would rise again. And now because of that, we have the Holy Ghost living inside of us. And we can call upon the name of Jesus by faith from anywhere in this world and see anything happen that we put our faith towards, which is ultimately in the things of God. Amen. You don't want to put your faith in anything else but the word of God, especially now. If your faith is not rooted and grounded in the things of God, in the word of God, in the name of Jesus, in the kingdom of heaven, I'm telling you, you're going to be persuaded, like the Bible says, by every wind, every doctrine, by the slay of man, it'll turn you from left, it'll turn you to right, it'll turn you back, It'll make you go up and down and you will not know where you are heading. But I'm telling you is today is the day Amen. that you take your trust and you take your faith and you put it in God like you never put it in him before. In the name of Jesus. And I'm telling you, you're not going to have to worry about anything in your life. Amen. Whew. Now drop down to verse 20. So, uh, just 20. Yeah, verse 20, same chapter. It was by faith that Isaac promised blessing for the future to his sons, Jacob and Esau. Verse 21. It was by faith that Jacob, when he was old and dying, blessed each of Joseph's son and bowed in worship as he leaned on his staff. Verse 22. By faith, Joseph, when he was dying, made mention of the exodus of the sons of Israel and gave orders concerning his bones. Verse 23. It was by faith that Moses' parent hid him for three months when he was born. See, you notice, we're not, we're not really saying every, anything 
I don't want to say anything about, about what I think in my mind or what my wife thinks in her mind. I want to I wanna just go to the word of God. And that's all we're doing. We're answering the word by the word. We're giving you the exact scriptures. I don't need to come up with some kind of five-point formula on how, how to operate by faith. Right here, he's telling us. All the great men of God. I'm talking Moses, uh, even great women, Sarah, Enoch, all Abel, all these different men of God that we, that we read about today. And this happened 2,000 plus years ago. And we're reading about it today. And by the story, remember, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the stories of the Bible. Hearing by the, by the man and the woman of God that has gone before us. And we shall look at them and say, man, if they did it in that time, walking in a desert land, having not really anything, but they had their faith in God. Today we have all kinds of things. We have cell phones, we have cars, we have houses, we have clothes, we have all types of stuff. But yet, our faith many times is not fully 100% in God. These guys was operating this way because they had nowhere else to turn. You think about the people in, 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 the, in the areas like Africa. They are hungry for God. Their faith, many, many, many areas in Africa, is many countries in Africa is, is like all they have is God. So they, many times their faith is, is like demolishing the faith that the people has in America. Because we take too many things for granted. But I'm not here to take things for granted anymore. My wife is not here to take things for granted. We're going to be strong in the Lord and in the power of His might. And we will keep diving into His word more and more daily. That way we can make a choice to operate in faith. And then the person comes who has no faith at all. All of a sudden by the power of the Holy Ghost. The faith that we have injects into their body and they come alive. Amen. And they come alive. Same like when you, when you make a choice to hit the streets, even though there's a pandemic going on and people's wearing masks, they have the six feet distance going on. It does not matter. Your faith is what will cause you to charge into those streets. I said, I don't care what's going on. I don't care if I get arrested. I don't care if these uh, uh, people has a mask. I don't care if they even, even they have the coronavirus. I'm going to make an opportunity by faith to see every one of them saved, to see every one of them born again, to see every one of them free in their mind from the fear of man. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Now drop down to verse 27. It was by faith that Moses left the land of Egypt, not fearing the king's anger. Keep going now, uh, verse 28. It was by faith that Moses commanded the people of Israel to keep the Passover and to sprinkle blood on the door, doorpost. Keep going. All it was down. by faith that the people of Israel went right through the Red Sea and, and thought they were on dry, dry ground. It was by faith that the people of Israel marched around Jericho for seven days and the walls came crashing down. It was by faith that Rahab the prostitute was not destroyed. Mm. Keep going all the way to the end. It was by faith that the, um, by faith that Rahab the prostitute was not destroyed with the people in her city who refused to obey God, for she has given a friendly welcome to the spy. Yes, it. Yeah. Hmm? Yeah, that's it. Hallelujah. Well, we just went through multiple verses. That shows you how to operate by faith. Yeah. And if you want to know more, we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna tune off pretty soon. Hey, if you want to know more, don't let that enemy lie to you 
and strike pride and say, you know, I know all that already. Hey, comment, comment to us on the Facebook. Comment to us on, on Instagram. Comment to us on, on uh, Messenger. Wherever it is that you, can, that you can reach out to us, hey, get back to me. And I'd just like to share this one last part. Because you make a choice to operate in faith, you, will not, you do not have to worry one more day in your life. Amen. Even if people, there's a talk when uh, hey, the, the, the stores is going to shut down, this is going to shut down, that is going to shut down. I'm telling you, even though people are saying that behind of the scenes, God is causing a turnaround to take place. Amen. You know why? Because of the men and women on planet earth that has faith in God, literally standing in a gap for people that's making stupid decisions, standing in a gap because of our faith to, and, and, and working on behalf of people that say, no, this is going to happen. That is going to happen. But I'm telling you, when you decide to stay strong in your faith, like Abraham, he was fully persuaded that what God has promised, he is able also to perform. There's many things that God has, has, has promised to us didn't come to pass yet. But because of our faith is strong, it will come to pass. And whatever it takes, we will do it. We, we lay on our life to see other people's life transform. We lay on our life so that it becomes like that bridge and people can walk over and step right into eternity. How do you do that? By faith. Amen. Remember my wife shared earlier, faith does not make things easy. It makes it possible. If it, right now, it's, it's, not, it's not easy for you to go out on the street knowing that you have, you have the thought of, okay, I might get arrested. You might get, you, might get, um, you know, maybe somebody comes and beat you up for your, for your faith towards God. It doesn't matter. That's, that's not easy to go out and do that, but it makes it possible. Yeah. Your faith, your strong faith towards God Makes it possible. You think you think it was easy for Abraham to take his son up to that altar and sacrifice him? No. But with faith, it was possible. It made it possible. Yeah. Amen? Amen? So let's go through this one uh, chapter of the Bible. Like I said, because of your strong faith, you do not have to have worry. You do not have to have doubt, unbelief, anxiety, whatever, depression, oppression, everything of the enemy. You do not have to have it or receive it in your life. Because your faith is towards God. Your faith is in the word of God. Just let me read a few verses in uh, Matthew chapter 6, verse 25. It says, for this reason I say to you, do not be worried about your life. How do you not worry about your life? It's when you have faith in God. You don't really care what's going on around you. Yes, you know, you know all the facts and everything going on. But your focus is not on that. Your focus is on, the, on what God has told you to do. Your focus is on the kingdom of heaven. Your focus is on seeing other people transform like how God transformed you. We cannot withhold the very thing that God has given us, which is the transformation of him now living inside of us. We cannot withhold that from other people. Like he says in Proverbs chapter 3, verse 28. He said, if you have that very thing right now, and you say to that person who needs it, hey, Go and come back tomorrow. Then I'll give it to you. No, you must give them at that very moment. Yeah. Like if you have two coats and the person needs one and you say, hey, I'm sorry, my, my friend. Go and keep warm by yourself when you have two coats right in your hand. When the person says, hey, brother, can you, can you, can you come and go um, two miles with me? Oh, yeah, let's go four, man. Whatever, whatever you have ultimately is from God. So it shall be given freely to that person, just like how you received it freely. So verse 25, for this reason, I say to you, do not be worried about your life as to what you will eat or what you will drink, nor for your body as to what you will put on. Is not life more than food and the body 
more than clothing. Look at the birds of the air that they do not sow nor reap nor gather into barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not worth much more than the birds? We are worth much more than the birds, but yet they're not really even doing anything. But yet the Lord is providing for them every day. I'm talking about birds all over the world, fish all over the world, fowls of the air and the animals of the earth. He's providing for them on the daily basis all over the world. So he said, how much more are you? He didn't create the bird in his image. He didn't create the, the cow in his image. He didn't create the zebra in his image. He created us as the human being, as the, as the human race in his image. So he's saying, because of your faith towards me, if I'm providing for these birds, I'm providing everything that they need for them. How much more you who I created in my image, who this morning I blow the breath of life into, who I gave that heart to pump, who I gave their lungs to breathe, that mind to think. We are created in his image. Yes. Amen? Amen. Now go to verse 27. And who of you by being worried can add a single hour to his life? The only time we get into, a, into an area of worry is when we lack in faith towards God. We lack in faith towards the word. We're not reading the word. So faith is not coming by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Do you, whatever, whatever you're hearing, that's how your faith is coming. It's coming through the television. It's coming through the social media. It's coming through radio. It's coming through what your friend is saying. It's coming to what your coworkers is saying. That's what your faith is built on. Oh, let me, let me, let me go to work tomorrow and see what my friend says about this coronavirus. I, I'm sure he has the right answer. No, the right answer is right here. Faith in the word. You walk by faith and not by what your friend is saying. Not by what your uncle is saying. You walk by what God is saying and what God is telling us right now be strong in your faith and work when it's day for night coming when no man can work meaning because you have strong faith because me and my wife have strong faith every time we go out of our house we see a person I'm telling her honey get him she's telling me honey get him what that means is we're gonna go there and we're gonna pray for him and we're gonna tell him about Jesus and we're gonna give him an opportunity to be saved because we need to do that while it's day for night is coming when Jesus Christ is going to return and we no longer can tell people, hey, if you're going to die this very second, when, you, when will you spend eternity? Today is your day to call upon Jesus. No, that is going to be done. So we need to do everything that we can today when it's day. For the time will come when Jesus Christ will return. But how do you do that? Without being wavered by the things of the world. You need to be strong in faith. You need to walk by faith and not by sight. Now, go to verse 28. I'm just going to finish off this chapter and we're going to pray for you and we're going to close up. And why are you worried about clothing? Observe how the lilies of the field grow. They do not toil, nor they spin. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon in all his glory clothed himself like one of these. He's talking about Solomon, one of the richest men in the world. And even today, I don't think there's any comparison to how rich Solomon was. There's no comparison to this day in this world uh, uh, that levels up to the riches that Solomon carried in that moment. But it says, observe the lilies of the field grow. They do not toil, nor do they spin. Yet I say to you that not even Solomon is all his glory clothed himself like one of the leaves, like one of these lilies. So the lilies of the field, the plants of the earth, the grass of the ground, 
Literally, he's telling us the splendor in death was greater than what Solomon carried in all his riches. God is telling us that. He said, put my faith, put your faith in my word. Put faith in my word. And let me, let me tell you, you never lack a day in your life. Yeah. And then right there, verse 30. You want to read verse 30? Yeah. I finished. Two words. All the way. 34. Okay. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers and share flowers you want to share you off, that off are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? So don't worry about this thing saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek the kingdom of God above all else and live righteously and he will give you everything you need. So don't worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will bring in your, its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. You want to drop anything on that? You practically said everything. Yeah. Awesome. Going back to, all I can say is, uh, going back to verse um, 30, 32, these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. But your heavenly father already knows all you need. So mm. remember, everything that you have, the Lord already knows. He's the one who plays a desire in your heart. So in order for it to be fulfilled, yes, you need to have faith. And then, yes, you need to do the work of God. What he says, the next step is seek the kingdom of God. So if we have to switch, we, you could put verse 33 first, and then you will have what, 30, what verse 32 is saying. Seek my kingdom first, and then you will have all of this. Yeah, that's Don't basically, worry. Yeah. That's basically what me. he's telling us. Seek me. Seek yeah. God. Seek the kingdom of God. What is the kingdom of God? Going outside, having faith, believing in the word of God, believing everything that the word is saying without wavering, without doubting, because he provides for you, whether you know it or not, he will provide for you. You just go and do the things of God. Go share the gospel. Go love on each other. Go love on people. And then everything will be added onto you. And maybe, you know, you might be watching and say, oh, you know, he didn't provide this. I'm not saying that's you watching. But there's people that literally say, oh, yeah, God, I was like, I was talking to one guy in the, in the, in the store the other day. And he's like, oh, I don't believe in God. I said, you know, even in, the, even in this time of the coronavirus, he said, I don't care about the virus. I said, oh, well, good, me too. I said, but, but the, very, the, very thing, the very thing that you're doing right now, I told the, I told the person, you're using your hands. You're using your voice to talk. God gave you that this morning. He gave you that breath of life. And he was like, oh, okay, whatever. So I'm not saying it's you. I'm just saying there's people that think that way. People that operate that way. Oh, you know, man, I've been living for 30 years. God didn't give me anything. Okay. Just that breath of life that you said that words with, he gave you that. Amen. He gave you that breath of life. Just to utter that out of your mind or even think it in your mind. He gave you that brain to think. Everything, everything. You might be on your cell phone right now, typing with your finger. He gave you that hands to hold the cell phone and fingers to press the button on the phone. Yeah, everything was from God. Amen. Everything, everything. And I'm telling you, when you choose to operate that way, you'll never lack. Amen. Matter of fact, you'll be so blessed that you'll be a blessing to many. One of my, one of my great evangelist friends, I love how he says it. And this is how he says it. The blessing of God that you claim is not to meet your needs, but is to meet other needs. And because the Lord bless you and you choose to meet other people's needs, your needs will never be lacked. 
That's right. Your needs will never be lacked. Yeah. What you make happen for others, God will make happen for you. Yeah. So today in this world, you need to choose by faith that, hey, I don't care what's going on. Even like people running for food, running for clothes, running for toilet paper, running for napkins, running for wipes. I'm going to make a choice to be strong in my faith and put my faith in God that I will be so blessed with all those things that people are running after that I don't even have to worry. I can actually give them away and the thing will just be coming into my hands. It'll be multiplied. It'll be pressed down. It'll be shaking together and running over. Man will pour into your bosom. With the same measure you use with others, it'll be measured back to you. How can you use measure towards others? By your faith being in God. And I'm telling you that measure will always be in its full because your faith is in God. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So well, we're going to close up and we're going to give you an opportunity to call upon the name of Jesus. I'm just going to run through the three categories real quick. Number one, you never made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior because many people don't even know what it means. So I'm going to mention everything in all these three categories. And if any one of these things that I mentioned has gone on in your life, you need to accept Jesus tonight. So number one, you never made Jesus Christ your Lord and Savior, meaning you never you know, publicly confess Jesus Christ and accepted him into your heart. The Bible says, if you confess me before men, I will confess you. Jesus is talking to us. If you confess me, which is Jesus, I, Jesus Christ, will confess us before his father who is in heaven. So if you never made that public decision, today is the day. The Bible says today is the day of salvation. And even we read in these verses here, do not worry about tomorrow. For today has his own cares. Today has his own troubles. And number two, you know, maybe you once did accept Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. But something came against you. It was like a tornado from hell that came and struck you and slipped you right off of your feet. Maybe it was a bankruptcy. Maybe it was a loss of a loved one. Maybe it was a betrayal of a close friend. Maybe you got into trouble with the IRS. Maybe you, maybe you stole from somebody. Maybe you cut somebody out. Maybe you punched somebody in their face. And it was wrong concerning the things of God. Or maybe there's hidden things that comes, that comes and clogs the heart of man. Things, the one that I just mentioned is things that people can see. Now what I'm going to tell you is the things that people cannot see. I'm talking about pride, jealousy, lust, anger, bitterness, rage, unforgiveness. All those things that comes and clogs the heart of man. What do you mean? You say, preacher, what do you mean by clog the heart of man? What do I mean is it's blocking you from receiving the things of God. It's you? blocking you. Yeah, your heart has become hardened because of those things. It's blocking you from being renewed. It's blocking you from receiving the blessings of God. It's blocking you from walking in the fullness of the things of God. I'm telling you, you need to let those stuff go and come back to God. The Bible says, He do not wish that anyone shall perish, but that all shall come to repentance in the name of Jesus. And the third category is, you know, you maybe you are saved. You say, oh, I am on fire. I'm doing what you're doing. Uh, preacher man, I'm, 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 I'm talking about the things of God. I'm getting people saved. Okay. Maybe that devil keeps lying to you in your head and messing with you every night and saying, ah, you're wasting your time doing the things of God. You know, why, why are you serving? Why are you serving Jesus? Why are you being a Jesus boy? Why are you being a Jesus freak? Why are you being a Bible thumper? It's not going to do anything for you. So the enemy is lying to you in your head. There it is. I mentioned everything in those three categories. 
And if there is any one of you watching this broadcast, or even the ones that's going to watch the replay, I'm telling you, don't play around with this moment. Don't play around this moment. Today is actually the salvation is more serious than any other day in your life. So if you'd like to do that with me today, just pray this after, after us with your heart and lips out loud. Lead them right into the prayer, honey. Heavenly Father, you are my Lord and my Savior. I believe in my heart that you died for my sin and that you are coming back again for me. Fill me with the Holy Spirit. Give me a passion for the lost, a hunger for the things of God, and a holy boldness to preach the gospel of Jesus Christ. I am saved. I am born again. I am forgiven, and I am on my way to heaven because I have Jesus Christ in my heart. Amen. Amen. If you say that prayer, I'm telling you that all of your sins are forgiven. Always remember, it does not matter what it is, so always run to God and not away from Him because He loves you and He has an amazing plan for your life. Always run to His Word because His Word is true. Jesus is the only way. He is the truth, the life. The way, the truth, He's and the life. He is the way, the truth, and the life. So always go to Him. Always go to His Word because He speaks to you. The prompting of the Holy Spirit, but mostly He speaks through His Word. Yeah. Amen? Yeah. Awesome. Well, we just like to say God bless every one of you. We love you. Thank you for tuning in to this broadcast. And if you did say that prayer, go ahead and comment.